My name is Tina Fegent uh, and I run a marketing procurement consultancy called originally Tina Fegent Limited um, and I've got 28 years experience in marketing procurement, being one of the first to do it when I worked for a, a telecoms company uh, 28 years ago where I got into buying um, user guides for mobile phones that used to be inside books um, and actually the agencies were buying it so I went direct to the printer and saved 50% so I now run my own consultancy having worked with client and agency side working with clients and brands on all things related to marketing procurement. Excellent. Nice to meet you, Tina. Thank you so much for doing this. Nice to meet you as well. Really, really looking forward to this chat. So just to level set, um, in 2021, what is marketing procurement? Good question, because actually in 2020, it may have been a different answer. So in 2021, marketing procurement is about management of key marketing suppliers. And that's quite broad. But I think what's happened in the last year is procurement are at the top table. I think it's always been an issue, especially for marketing, where perhaps we haven't been as engaged with our stakeholders, haven't been engaged with the CFOs, the C-suite. So I think this year you have, you are really starting to see marketing procurement sitting as equals with the CMOs, with the marketing suite, with the chief digital officers, with CFOs. And it is our job to manage the marketing agencies um, and all suppliers related to the production of marketing assets. And obviously that management could be anything from contracts, could be costs, could be price, could be driving value, could be looking at new ways of sourcing, could be decoupling, could be bringing stuff in-house. So it's anything to do with the management of services to produce the marketing collateral. Is it just a race to, to cut costs? Um, is, is, would, would, is, is that sort of the main thing? It, it sounds like you know that's the easy answer, but I'm sure there's more to it. At the end of the day, you can't get away from the fact is any procurement person, be it marketing or being it be it buying cardboard or raw materials, um, is about managing the price that you pay for something, is making sure you get the best value. And that's probably the difference is the use of the word best value in marketing. You know, my premise has always been to get the most from the marketing budget, be it to utilise trade credit, be it to, um, you know, get extra advertising spend on a wraparound on a newspaper, for example. So it's sort of yes and no. You are managing the commercial elements. You are looking at agency rate cards, the, the cost of artwork, for example. But in marketing, you want to make sure you've got the best suppliers in place, delivering the best work for the best value. And it's obviously how you define best value. Because mm-hmm. you could work for an organisation, perhaps two agents, two big companies have merged, and they have got to deliver cost savings to the city, so to the financial market. So they have got a target of X billion dollars, for example. And I think, you know, there are, you know, you will be focused on price as one element, but one hopes in a marketing sphere is about driving value. Value beyond savings is a phrase that many people use. So whilst you want to concentrate on the commercial element, it's about making sure you get the best work out there that drives the best for your marketing budget. So you've, you've been doing this for many years, Tina. Yeah. Um, recently, I think a few years ago, you were recognized uh, by your peers in the advertising industry uh, on the annual A-list. And, and I, from my understanding, you were the first person specializing in marketing procurement to to be honored such. Um, so my, my question to you is, um, 
has it taken really this long for the industry uh, to celebrate um, the value that uh, somebody who specializes in marketing procurement brings to the table? I mean, that's just such a good question because I think the answer is actually, unfortunately, yes. Hmm. Um, you know, and obviously there's, there's lots of other good people besides myself around. I think the industry for a long time has been very negative about the role of marketing procurement and valid in some points because, you know, in relation to your last question, there have been many procurement people that have just focused on price. It's about getting the agency down to the lowest cost. Yeah. And perhaps may not be experienced in the category. Perhaps they were buying raw materials the day before, the week before, and apply those principles. So, yes, unfortunately, there has been a lot of negativity about marketing procurement. But I think we've listened to that feedback as an industry. And I think, you know, marketing procurement clients I work with and colleagues have invested in training, attend conferences, and have really listened to the fact they need to be specialists. And I think that is a difference. You know, the best ones are the people that have done marketing procurement for years and years and years. And actually, we're seeing marketeers join. You know, I've got a couple of clients who are ex-marketeers that have come to the dark side, as we say, and have joined us in procurement. And that, because actually, is it, is it, is it easier to train a marketing person in procurement or is it easier to train a procurement person in marketing? Um, so it's really interesting. So it has, but I think there's been a lot more positivity in the last few years. And, you know, like the campaign alias was great to, to be recognised, to be in there and be called a good egg. Um, but I think, you know, we've helped, you know, we've invested in the time to educate ourselves. And I think, you know, agencies are much more accepting of the role of procurement done in the right way. Interesting. Obviously, uh, over the past number of years, um, the onset of digital tools and uh, digital technologies uh, has changed the marketing and advertising industry, uh, you know, full circle. Um, I'm curious how um, digitalization uh, has impacted marketing procurement. It's really interesting because I've just written an agenda for someone this morning about digital media marketing and actually who has responsibility for it. And that's probably been the biggest shift. I've worked for a couple of retailers, for example, on consultancy projects. And actually, you've got traditional marketing buyers. So, OK, you want an agency to build a website. You want an agency to do this. And then you've got e-commerce platforms and stuff like that. Well, actually, that's IT procurement. So I think what we've seen in digital marketing procurement is those hybrid roles, you've got marketing buyers and you've got IT buyers, and really a lot of organisations still have them as separate functions. But what we are starting to see very slowly is these hybrid roles coming together because you do need those specialisms, but they, they can be quite different skill sets and different knowledge. So, you know, you've got marketing, you've got IT skills. I think we've been quite slow in... Um, supporting digital procurement, if I have to say, because you've got that structure, that traditional structure, you know, and I'd make a call to say, where are these hybrid roles? I think, you know, in terms of digital procurement, in terms of how we use stuff, we've been quite slow. I think procurement per se has been quite slow in adopting digital technology. And I'm seeing more of it, you know, the last six months, there's more webinars and conferences and podcasts about digital procurement, you know, about using bots to do the, the mundane stuff like new suppliers, forms, onboarding, purchase orders, you know, and also using market intelligence to understand the marketplace so you can make informed, better decisions. 
So procurement per se has been quite slow in adopting digital technology. So I think we will start to see that going forward. I think we'll start to see more hybrid roles in terms of digital buyers who understand the digital market because it is different and it is a different skill set. And you'll start to see more digital tools being used in the procurement activities. Can you? I'm wondering if you can drill down a little bit deeper. You, you talked about marketing intelligence and then utilizing that. Can you? Can you... Uh, help unpack that for us yeah it's you know you get given a, a project or a new category so can you help us buy you know x where do you start so we call them category plans so it's actually you know putting together a document to say right i've analyzed the marketplace these are the key suppliers these are the key drop cost drivers um this is you know the share price the this is the analysis about the marketplace and the key players in it and obviously at the moment there's there's so many different sources out there, you know, from social media to companies house to, you know, Wall Street Journal. So, you know, what you're starting to see from a digital market analysis point of view is all that coming together and actually being able to, at the press of a button, know about the supplier, know about the marketplace, local, European, global level. You need to have that perspective because with technology, the world is a smaller place. You know, we're all doing, using Zoom and Teams. And indeed, I'm doing a couple of consultancy projects in the States myself, all over Zoom. Be be great to be there. But actually, it has facilitated the world being a smaller place, which is fantastic. But I think, you know, we do need to have that information. That's the one thing about marketing procurement. You need to have the data. You need to know the marketplace because your clients know it. And I think from a a procurement point of view, it is so key to understand what you're buying. And it's such a broad category, marketing procurement. There's 17 different categories from, you know, digital media, advertising, market research, print, for example. And, you know, if you're managing all of those categories, you'd need data. What's ha- what are the trends? If we're buying print, what's the price of paper? What's happening in Finland when they're growing the trees? So what I'm, what I'm starting to see, hopefully, is the use of those tools, sustainability, you know, diversity and inclusion. You know, those things are cropping up more and more in tender documents. Uh, and I've seen there's third parties that are providing that information supply chain, make sure there's no there's no modern slavery happening, for example. So really great at the moment, there's thousands of different data sources. And obviously, ideally, I'm not saying it's all be there at the press of one button, but ideally that's what digital uh, market intelligence should be bringing, that all that information is together in one place. So you can make the right decisions about the right suppliers and keep tabs on them, because it might be right if you appointed supplier agency X, in six months' time, something might have happened. You know, they file for chapter, whatever, 11, you know, you need to know that. And that's your job. And that's why procurement has risen to the top table as a result of last year in the pandemic, because the CFOs went to them and said, right, who are suppliers? Who are the key suppliers? Where are the contracts? What's the pricing? And what can we do? So in t- having market intelligence is key to success in a lot of procurement categories. That's really fascinating. Um you know, we, we've all probably heard or read stories about uh, clients putting out RFPs and, you know, hearing some of the backstory on this race to the, the lowest fees. Um, when you take a look at it from a marketing procurement lens, though, um, it, it seems to me that it's more than that. And that, that really marketing procurement is, is, is more of an art. Uh, than it is about just looking at the numbers. You know, you talked about, you know, how are, you know, certain suppliers 
uh, approaching diversity and inclusion uh, as, as one aspect. That's not something you can necessarily measure, uh, you know, whether it's on a CPM basis or or, or a cost per point basis. Um, so I'm curious, you know, what sort of advice would you give to um, organizations that are are looking to uh, to start to start looking at things from a procurement lens rather than a just a purely cost lens? I think it's a hard question because, you know, you really have to understand procurement and, as you said, the art of it. So, and I think the, the trouble about the negativity and, and the bad press is that people haven't invested the time to do that. So it is about understanding how they think. There was a study done in the UK 15, 16 years ago by three trade bodies, the procurement trade body, the agency trade body, and the client trade body um, called Magic and Logic. And that probably sums it up because what it said is that clients and, and, and agency suppliers love the magic, the fun bit, the ad, the tweet, you know, the TikTok, the, the room on Clubhouse. But actually, if you look at the logic in terms of managing time, managing costs, making sure you've got the contractual obligation in place, have you got the COVID procedures in place of production, that's the logic, and procurement loved that. But actually, it's about getting that balance of magic and logic. And I think that's what people need to do is get that balance because actually we all work in marketing because we love it. We've all missed, you know, the social element in the last, you know, last twelve months. You know, going to conferences, events, meeting people, you know, gossiping over lunch. We've all missed those. Um, but it is a balance. It is getting that balance of magic and logic, and you can get it when you have all three parties, the client, the agency and suppliers and procurement all working to the same ultimate aim. So I think my biggest advice is two things, is respect and understanding and just talk to them, you know, because the procurement person's got an objective to save costs. You know, it's been all over the press that two companies have merged and they need to save $500 million. Well, talk to them about it. If, they, if it is about cost savings, okay, what can you do together? If you do this, what about if your ways of working, et cetera? The worst thing is when people have been sneaky and hiding their objectives. So I think respect people's roles and I think educate and talk about the challenges and where they want to be and work as a partner. I mean, it's an overused phrase, partner, but I think we've seen it in the last 12 months where, you know, we've procurement and suppliers have really pulled together, especially suppliers, especially in the media world, for example, where, you know, budgets have been cut. Um, and the agencies have really stood, you know, stood shoulder to shoulder with their clients through thick and thin. And hopefully the light is at the end of the tunnel and clients start spending again. And, um, you know, we'll get back to, you know, the, the areas that we love doing work in marketing. You know, this has been really fascinating to me. Um, there are obviously going to be people that are going to want to learn more uh, about uh, this space of marketing procurement. Um where, where should they go to learn more about uh, both you and the work that you do? Thank you very much. I've got a website, which is just my name. So www.tinafegent.com. Never split it in half. Uh, people say Fegent, but actually it's Fegent. So tinafegent.com. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I tweet occasionally, but also my new thing is Clubhouse. Uh, and I do have a room at four o'clock UK time every Tuesday, the colleague in the state. So if you're getting into Clubhouse, uh, come and come and join us and uh, come on stage and learn about marketing procurement on Clubhouse. But yeah, my website uh, is the best way of finding information. Thank you for asking. 
Tina, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Power your advertising. Working with Active International enables you to fund your advertising using your company's own products, assets, or even services. We have over 30 years experience connecting and bringing value to businesses all over the globe, helping many brands scale up into household names. Want to achieve more from your marketing spend? Contact Active International today.